Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are and whatever part of the day you're in. I appreciate you joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. (laughs) I was just talking to a very good friend of mine about all the different activities their children are involved in uh, on top of the things that need to be accomplished just as a family in general. So I know y'all, each of you, whether you're in junior high or high school or college or an adult working or a parent, have a lot of other things to do. So I'm grateful that y'all spend a little time here. Homestead, we got a little weeding done. Some things are starting to come up. And, oh, the puppy. Puppy yesterday decided to go absolutely crazy as I was tilling in the garden. And was running so quickly over plants that she sliced a couple of them in two, and then dug a big old pit in one of the beds that had peppers in it, so not the best helper in the world. Other than that, things are growing, so that's good. Looks like we might get a little rain, maybe. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you, Father, and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the time to record this podcast, the people that listen to it and share it. Be with them and their families. Guide them, bless them, surround them with your angels. Give them a strong faith. Help us to trust in you, Father. to turn to you. Help us to spend more time in your word, focusing on your commands. Watch over those who are hurting, who feel alone and lost and scared. Watch over those in particular in Israel. Watch over our own homeless here, those who feel like they've been forgotten by the rest of the world. And God, my words, Father, in your Son's name we pray. Amen. I feel like there are things that I left unsaid, or really, I feel like there are things that I said in the past podcast really poorly, or one of the past podcasts, I guess it was two ago, about what's going on in Israel right now. I feel like it was very disjointed. And I want to get back into Columbus today.
but I feel like I, <clears throat> there's two stories, folks, that have come across, and I'll try and do this very <laughs> briefly. One is just the continued story out of Israel. Well, let me do the other one first. The other is a Korean War veteran in somewhere up in the New England area that just got evicted from their nursing home to make room for illegal aliens. Now, it's, it's bad enough that we have any American citizen that would be kicked out of their living quarters <clears throat> to make room for someone, for a criminal that broke into the country illegally and doesn't abide by our laws. But it's, it's more than disgraceful. It's destructive to our nation that we're doing it to a veteran. Because if we don't take care of the people, and I mean take really good care, which we're not and we haven't for a while, the people who are willing to sacrifice for our country, to defend her, then we're going to run out of those people and then we'll be a defenseless, weak, open country, which is what, it's what some people seem to want, folks, and it's what a lot of our own American citizens by their own actions have chosen to support. And I was reminded by a national personality uh, something recently within the last couple of days, which I've said on the podcast before, but you know, at the end of the Revolutionary War, the loyalists were given the choice to either change their hearts and minds and actions and attitudes or to leave. At the end of the Civil War, Confederates were given the choice to change their hearts and minds and attitudes and actions or to face the consequences under the law of the Union. We seem likely to have a fight coming here in America again today, another civil war, a third civil war, if you will. If we manage to come out of it, that same option should be the one given to American leftist citizens. I'm not talking about the national politicians, folks, or the national cultural leaders. Those for sure, too. And, and a number of those ought to face criminal charges. But the everyday citizens. The other story is the one, the continuing saga out of Israel. And a little blip that I saw in the news last night that they've recovered somewhere in the neighborhood of I don't know, 30 or 40 bodies of babies that have been beheaded. And this may not fly very well online, but it's the truth. The truth doesn't seem to fly very well today. If you don't understand that Islam is not a religion of peace and tolerance, that they're never going to start coming, stop coming for us, because we're a Christian nation, because we're Americans. You need to look at actions again. There's no possible way to side with 
the Muslims, the terrorists, in this case with Israel. We really need to wake up, folks. All religions are not equal. That was never the intent of the First Amendment. It was never our founders' intent. They would have never countenanced this idea that Christianity was on the same level as Judaism or Islam or atheism or Buddhism or Hinduism. It's simply not historically accurate. It's not true. All right, so Columbus. <clears throat> Great little clip, by the way, on PragerU that I saw another one recently on Columbus. I think uh, Michael J. Knowles was the guy who narrated it. And, you know, one of the things he said which is so true, and I, I haven't mentioned it the last couple of days, is Columbus perfect? No. Uh, absolutely not. But he did something that no one else had the courage to do, and he fundamentally changed the world, brought Western civilization into being, basically, by bringing Christianity across from the old world to the new world where it could flourish. That's, that's the whole point, folks. Everything goes back to God and the Bible and Jesus Christ. That's what he opened up to the world was the ability of people to worship God and Jesus Christ how they saw fit. Not any God, not a false God, not no God, but particularly the ability to, to worship Jesus Christ as they saw fit. That was what this opened up. That is where freedom and liberty across the world have, have, have come from. And if you can't appreciate that, if you can't understand that those monuments and those statues and those schools, colleges, even a country named after Columbus are honoring that accomplishment, then you probably ought to go somewhere else. There's other places in the world that don't honor that accomplishment. And you might not like living there, you probably wouldn't, but at least you wouldn't be honoring Columbus and those like him. So, pretty good idea for you to move on. November 6th, again, this is the commentary, right, of Bartolome de las Casas, the Apostle of the Indies, right? And this is his, his copy of Columbus's original journal of the first voyage, which he put into an abstract. November 6, 1492, I maintain, most serene princes, that if they had access to devout religious persons knowing the language, they would all turn Christian. And so I hope in our Lord that your highnesses will do something about it with much care, in order to turn to the church so numerous a folk, and to convert them as you have destroyed those who would not seek to confess the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. And after your days, for we are all mortal, you will leave your realms in a very tranquil state, and free from heresy and wickedness, and will be well received before the eternal Creator, 
to whom I pray to grant you long life and great increase of many realms and lordships, and both will and disposition to increase the holy Christian religion, as hitherto you have done. Again, you see here this primary interest in spreading Christianity. Not in enslaving the natives or raping them or murdering them, right? Which the genocide that's claimed today just simply didn't happen. And the enslavement that did happen was not unique to Columbus or the New World, right? In fact, the slavery that we see in America is dwarfed by the slavery that you see in the Muslim Middle East, North Africa, parts of Europe, dwarfed, right? Really huge chunks of Africa. November 27th, 1492. But now, please our Lord, I shall see the most that I may, and little by little I shall come to understand and know and I will have this language taught to people of my household, because I see that all so far have one language. And afterwards the benefits will be known, and it will be endeavored to have these folk Christians, for that will easily be done, since they have no religion, nor are they idolaters. And I say that your highness ought not to consent that any foreigner does business or sets foot here, except Christian Catholics since this was the end and the beginning of the enterprise, that it should be for the enhancement and glory of the Christian religion. Nor should anyone who is not a good Christian come to these parts. Two huge things here, probably going to make me go over, but they're huge points. One, the beginning and the end of the enterprise, right, was the enhancement and glory of the Christian religion, to spread Jesus Christ to the world. That's the beginning and the end of the voyage, of the purpose of the voyage stated by Christopher Columbus himself. So whatever anybody else tells you today about greed or rape or pillage or plunder or enslavement, genocide, the stated in his own words, beginning and end was to spread Christianity across the world, to bring it to the ends of the earth. That's the truth. That's what he actually said, right? And then the second point here that's just huge, which we don't like to talk about today, which I get hammered online multiple times, right? Somebody was talking about online recently the fact that uh, we've got all these immigrants from, I don't know where they said, Africa or the Middle East or Europe. It doesn't matter. We've got all these immigrants coming from this place um, and and we shouldn't be letting them in, right? Uh, we're going to end up with terrorists or something, right? Which is probably true. But here's the point. The problem isn't where immigrants come from. The problem is when we allow immigrants into the country from anywhere that don't want to assimilate into American values and culture, which are fundamentally based on God and the Bible and the teachings of Jesus Christ, 
regardless of whether you are a Christian or whether you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God or not. The requirement, the first primary requirement for an immigrant should be that they are willing to assimilate into American society fundamentally based on the teachings of Jesus Christ. And if not, then there should be no immigration. And it's echoed by what our first Supreme Court Chief Justice said, John Jay, about the fact that as a Christian nation, we have a duty and responsibility to elect Christians for our leaders. And of course, he meant at that time Christian men which is also what it should be. If you get a chance, share the podcast with somebody today. Y'all are what help it to spread. Every time you tell somebody about the podcast helps immensely more than any advertisements or social media or anything else that I could possibly do. Um, If you would like to contact the show, American Soul Podcast at gmail.com. Drop us a note and we'll get back to you. If you feel so inclined, I'd be grateful you could subscribe to the extra episodes that we do each month. It's $3 a month. You get all the additional episodes, the exclusive episodes that we do each month. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless your marriages. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.